This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is titled, Debt Series, Part 2, Borrowing and Not Repaying is a Sin. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. I'm continuing today as Part 2 of the series I started last week on debt. I'm after killing a debt demon. Amen. Yeah, I want to kill that demon of debt that has become a standard, of uh, a way of life for so many people. They live under debt, and I'm trying to free y'all from debt. I think I asked last Sunday for the people who wanted freedom from debt to, to come to the altar for prayer. I think the whole church came to the altar. And that's concerning, because I've been preaching about this for 30, for, the whole time I've been here, I've been t- talking and challenging people about living in debt. And uh, we gave you an opportunity, in there. and every Sunday while I'm in this series, bring those, uh, those, uh, those bottles out, whoever's got responsibility to bring those bottles out of credit cards. So here's the deal. Anytime while I'm preaching, if you get willing to make the commitment to live debt-free, bring those, bring, we, we'll give you opportunity to cut up your credit card. And they answered him not a word. They didn't say nothing. Uh, So we got all of these scissors. We got hundreds of scissors because y'all going to be coming by the thousands (laughs) that we put up here. And I started a second. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Some people, you know, I heard people tell me last week that when they, when they, when I was talking about it, they heard their people, fr- people sitting next to them say, I ain't cutting up my credit cards. That's fine. You can stay in debt. You can, if that's how you want to live your life, go right ahead. I'm, I'm, for those who have an ear to hear and want to change, this is how God is calling us to live. Amen. And, and by the f- matter, as a matter of fact, let me read this. Here's my, here's my foundational passage for this, uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. I think I say, anytime while I'm preaching, even when I'm not preaching, you can come up here and cut, this will be here for the next few weeks, cut up your credit card. We started a new, a new, a new bottle right here. We got a new bottle. Amen. Give him a hand. Give the Lord a hand for those who are willing to... Some of y'all are under the control of Master Charge. Visa is your master. American Express is your lord. Amen. Now, I, I don't know if I said this last week, but let me say it this week. I, I know some of y'all may cut the credit card or then get home and call a credit card company and say, I lost my credit card or something happened to my credit card. Can you send me another? The goal here is to teach you a different way of living and to be living by God's standard and by God's word. So this is part two of that series. Philippians chapter four says this, verses six and seven. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Stick your pen right there. Let me pause for a second. We want to live our lives not by pulling out the credit card when we don't have the money to buy what it is we want, but by instead, before you do that, 
Instead of doing that, not before you do it, but instead of doing that, we're challenging you to cry out to God and ask God to make it available to you and give you the resources or give it to you. Amen. That's what we're pushing toward, to try to help you become debt-free and live a debt-free life. And so verse... Um, that's what, and, and verse 6 says, let your request be made known to God. And then it says this, and the peace of God. In other words, you do it this way, God adds to it his peace. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's Philippians chapter 6, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. That's the kind of lifestyle we want to live. I, I talked to you last week and challenged you about not becoming a, a slave to the lender. Proverbs 22, 7 says that the servant, the borrower is servant to the lender. You are servant to the lender. I challenge you to, to recognize that. And I, and I challenge you also that to pray for items instead of using the credit card as a way of life. And that's way, the way too many people have lived. I think, how many of y'all I think I asked y'all how many of y'all had debt. I knew, no, no need to me asking it again because most, most of y'all raised your hand. But I believe God is raising up a few people in this congregation who are willing to say, I'm not going to get out of debt and I'm going to stay out of debt. Yeah. Such enthusiasm that y'all had. So I got... Three points I want to make today, then I'm going to be finished. And by the way, I'm going to take questions. I don't do this very often on Sunday mornings, but I'm giving an opportunity to ask a question. Here's the first point I want to make. I want to, I want to say this to you. Number one, point one, borrowing and not repaying is a sin. Yeah, it is. When you borrow and don't pay back, it's a sin. Psalm 37, verse 21. Let me read that to you real quick. Psalm 37, verse 21 says, The wicked borrows and does not repay, but the righteous shows mercy and gives. The borrower, the wicked borrows and does not repay. I'm trying to kill that demon of bankruptcy and not paying people back. That's a demon. Ecclesiastes Chapter 5, verse 5, Ecclesiastes 5 and 5 says, it's better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Somebody asked me after the first service today, they said, um, they, they were asking me a question about uh, paying, paying somebody back. The scripture says, it's better not to, don't make a vow if you're not going to pay it. When you sign the paper, and said, I'm going to pay back. That's your promise. So pay back. So I'm not, I don't want anybody to walk away from here saying that I'm teaching them not to pay people back. I'm not teaching you. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't teaching you not to pay people back. <laughs> I, to look at your neighbor and say, it, it looks, it's all over your face that you're going to go to tell people. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you not to pay. I'm telling you to pay people back. Some of y'all owe people money. Let me ask this question. How many of y'all have had somebody, you loaned them some money, they didn't pay you back? 
Wow. How many of y'all have borrowed money from somebody and didn't pay them back? Now, you, you know it's more of y'all here than that that didn't pay somebody back. That's wrong. That's a sin. And the scripture says it's better, it's better don't even make the promise. If you made it, once you make a promise, once you say you're going to do something, do something. Do, say you're going to do it. Keep your word. It's better not to make it. So that's point one. Let me start off with that point. Pay people back. Here's point two. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be finished in just a few minutes. This is going to be, it's going to be tension in the room on this point. It's going to be stress on this point. These next two points, it's going to get quiet. Here's point two. Don't borrow money or loan money to other people. One, two, three, four, five. Don't, don't, don't start. No, don't come later. Don't borrow money or loan people money. I'm trying to help somebody. Let me just talk to you. Maybe you're the only person I'm here to help, but this is the thing. This is the deal. When you, when you loan people money and then they don't pay you back, it alters the relationship. See, at one point, when they needed the money, they were blowing your phone up. But now it's time for them to pay back, and when, when you call them back, they, they're not at, they, your name pop up on their caller ID, and all of a sudden, they busy. And they're not taking your call. It, it alters relationships. It's, it's don't, don't do it. And the Scripture teaches against doing it. Look at, look at Romans chapter 13, verse 8. It says this, Romans 13, 8 says, Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. Don't owe anybody anything. Don't, don't owe anyone anything. Don't borrow money from people. And Luke chapter 6, jot this verse down. Luke 6, verses 30 through 34. Let me, let me, let me read, I'm going to read this to you slowly. It says, give to anyone who asks of you. Give to anyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away from your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. Somebody say amen. amen. Do y'all get that? Is that clear? You, is that, does that make sense? Does that, am, I, am, I, am I speaking in a foreign language? Is that strange to you? Is that a strange deal to you? This is, this is the heart of God. He says, but love your enemies, verse 35. Do good and, and lend, verse 35, hoping for nothing in return. Let me read that again. But love your enemies, do good and lend, here it is, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to, to the unthankful and evil. I love that verse right there. 
because he says you give with hopes of getting nothing back. Here's what I'm saying to you. If somebody come and ask you for some money that they need help, if you can't give it to them without needing it back, tell them, I can't help you. Matter of fact, hold up, don't clap. Wait a minute. Practice that with me. Say that. I can't help you. Say it again. Go ahead, look at the person next to you. Look at them like they come to you. Go ahead. Pray. Let's get in the habit of saying that. I can't help you. I cannot help you. Because you know what you do? Y'all be loaning people your rent money. You be loaning people your mortgage money. You be loaning them your tithe money. You be loaning them money that you can't loan to them. And then when it's time to pay it back, they say they're going to pay you back on Friday. They're going to pay you back when they get something. <laughs> they're going to pay you back when they get paid. And yet that day never comes. Here you are five years later and they still owe you the money. And now you're looking at them out to the corner of your eye. You're looking at them strange. You don't want to talk to them. You got an attitude toward them. Now you got something in your heart toward them and it affects your relationship with God. And the bottom line is, they ain't worth you missing out on what God has for you because you have adopted an attitude toward them. Say, I can't help you. Go ahead, say it again. Practice it. I can't help you. Okay, I know that's not good English. Let me give you another way to say it. I am unable to assist you. Does that help somebody else? Is that better? Don't loan people money and don't borrow money from people. Learn to pray for it. That's what I'm trying to get you to do. Depend on God. You know, here, here's my attitude. If you need money and God didn't give it to you, why should I help you? I see this couple right here. One of them is saying like this, one of them is saying like this. I'm not sure which way, which was what here to go, but here's the bottom line is, don't loan people money and don't you borrow money from anybody. I got one more point, then I'll be finished. Did y'all get that point? Y'all got it? What was my first point? Borrowing and not repaying is the sin. Point two? They got it over here. It's kind of quiet over here on this section here. Here's my third thing, and I know there's going to be tension on this point. Don't co-sign. I feel tension in the room. How many of y'all have ever co-signed for somebody? Wow. Proverbs chapter 6. Let me read this to you. Proverbs chapter 6. There's a bunch of verses. Matter of fact, put it back. Leave that up there so they can write all these verses down. They're all from Proverbs. Write them all down because I know y'all go home and read these verses after the service. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. Chapter 11, verse 15. Chapter 17, verse 18. Chapter 22, verse 26 27. They all say the same thing. Don't co-sign. Proverbs 6, 1 through 5 says, My son... If you become surety for your friend, surety means cosign. That's what that word means. If you have shaken hands in pledge for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself 
For you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself. Plead with your friend. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of a hunter and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. It's a warning. Don't do it. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 15 says this. Proverbs eleven fifteen: He who is surety for a stranger will suffer. But he who hates being surety is secure. You get the opportunity to choose whether you want to suffer or if you want to be secured. Here's what chapter 17, verse 18 says. Let me read this to you. Now, hold up. Before I read this to you, let me be clear. I didn't write this. This is what the Bible says. Verse 17, 18. A man devoid of understanding shakes hands in a pledge and becomes surety for his friend. Here's what the scriptures say. When you co-sign, you are stupid. It's true. It's true. You did a very unwise thing. Now, let, me, let, me, let me explain to you what co-signing is. Your friend needs some money. They go to the bank. The people who, who make a living making loans. This is what they do for a living. This is what they do. Your friend go to them and they look over the bank, looks over the repayment practices, the history, the credit rating of the person to whom has asked for the loan. When they look at that person's record and history and practices and credit rating and all of that, if they don't think that person has the capacity or the ability to pay back, they say to that person, Go find some fool who would be willing to co-sign. I'm preaching better than y'all are saying amen. Go find some stupid person who will agree to make the payments because we don't think you can make the payments. We don't think your record is good. We don't think your income is good enough. We, don't, we think there's a problem here, and we're not willing to give you the money based on your word alone. Yeah. Ooh, did y'all hear what I said? So go find somebody else who's willing to take that agreement and agree to pay when you don't pay. That's what a cosign is. That's what it means. Ooh, it's tension in the room. I knew y'all was going to get quiet on me. And so I'm trying to save you the drama, the headache of going into, getting into trouble and co-signing for somebody else. I'm trying to save you the headache. That's what co-signing is. Don't do it. I feel tension in the room. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. If you're giving with the expectation of receiving the money back, you're not helping the person. If you can't give to someone without needing it back, then don't loan money. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.